Drop the Subject, the new Channel Q. Welcome back to Drop the Subject. I'm Jared Hill. That's Allison Johnson, and we are on the radio. Yes, we are. (laughs) We are... We've had quite a day already. We've had uh, some interesting guests. And that, our next guest, I'm really fascinated by because uh, yesterday on the way into the show, I was just reading different articles and I saw this story and I thought, we have got to talk to this lady. This story is really interesting. Well, yeah, you sent the story. You found it. It was really fascinating. And the headline reads, I gave up on love and it was one of the best decisions I ever made, which opens up a can of worms just in the headline alone, because I have a friend who's a little older. She's not 40 yet, but she's very independent. She hasn't been in a relationship since I've known her, which has been about 10 years. And I just don't think she's interested in dating anymore. Well, we reached out to, I believe, I want to make sure that I'm saying this right, Laura Worrell, um, who wrote this That's article. It. You've got it. Awesome. Nice. Okay. Uh, she's in the Huffington Post, uh, in the HuffPost personal. And uh, I'm really excited to talk to you. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Of course. Okay. Can you give us the backstory on how you arrived at this? Because you tell this story about going out on a date with a guy and feeling like it was going well. Can you kind of give us that backstory? Sure. So the nutshell is basically that I, like a lot of people, especially after uh, writing this article, tons of people have come forward to tell me they're in the same boat. Mm. So I had been single for about 17 years, which was really embarrassing to admit to people. But I kept up, you know, I kept it up, kept trying to meet people and finally came across a guy through a setup uh, made by a friend um, who was really cool. He was kind of everything that I was looking for. Um, We had a really nice, easy rapport. Uh, He seemed to be really interested in getting to know me. He was very respectful, treated me very well. And I just thought, this is really, this could be it. This could be something with legs, right? We've all had relationships where, you know, there's not really much of a connection or we're talking ourselves into it. This felt like a really nice, really natural, calm, fun connection that we were both into. And then we went out um, once and he kind of disappeared. Uh, and I was ready to kind of walk away, but then he reemerged and said that he was he'd started a new job and his you know travel schedule was going to keep him away for a little while, um, but he wanted to meet. So we had another date. It was great. We closed down the restaurant. We had a little smooch right as we left, and I thought, here we go, my my wait is over. Um, but then he totally disappeared. But because he had told me. You know, six weeks from now, my schedule will totally clear and we'll be able to hang out again. I kind of thought, well, maybe I should still kind of hope for this because he's told me that he's not going to be available. Right. Mm -hmm. That's the thing that we always get stuck on. He kind of primed you for that. Exactly. So I was stuck thinking, well, now I've learned when somebody's not available, you walk away. But he told me (laughs) Mm. he wouldn't be available walked me through his schedule and through the mutual friend I knew that he was in fact in all of these other cities that he told me he was going to be. So it made you feel like okay this isn't necessarily me being ghosted or him tossing me away this is something that I was primed for and it makes sense. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It it even sort of felt like he was telling me I'm not going to be available for the next six weeks don't worry. So um, however he wasn't communicating during those six weeks so that's obviously a red flag but I couldn't uh, totally extricate myself because, you know, he prepared me for this. So then eventually um, October rolled around. This was the day when he was supposed to be back and available and he didn't communicate. And I thought I would give it one last shot. 
I think in the back of my mind, I already knew this is bigger than this is like the one last shot yeah. not just on this guy. And so I said, hey, if you're still out there and want to do this, let me know. If not, I'd like to turn the page. And he said, no, I do want to still get together. And of course, didn't communicate again. So um, so I, I was very sad, as I said in the piece, for a little while. And then I just think something shifted where I felt like I just am not going to do this to myself anymore. I'm not going to mm-hmm. keep putting myself in these situations. What was hurting was the longing for the relationship and the fear that my longing was never going to end. And go ahead. No, I was going to say, because before this relationship, you'd also been in a marriage that uh, ended in divorce. Exactly. So I was married in my 20s. Yes. Mm -hmm. No, no, go ahead. Yeah. So I was married in my 20s. It was a good marriage in a lot of ways, but it didn't, you know, didn't work out. Um, and so, yeah, during, after my divorce, I mean, I didn't even really have a boyfriend. I had one guy that I was with briefly, um, but, you know, in 17 years, one boyfriend. Wow. <laughs> and then just a lot of, yeah, you know, when you take those little quizzes and magazines and they ask how long you've been single, I wasn't even one of the categories. You know, <laughs> oh, it was like, man. you know what I mean? It's yeah. like a month, you know, to six months to a year, to, you know, two years to three. They didn't have, you know, 15 to 20 years. Mm. So, yeah. It's, yeah. it's interesting because I know a lot of people who are dating and then I know a lot of people who are in relationships and the dating scene seems very exhausting. It mm-hmm. seems really, really hard. But then I know people in relationships, myself included, where you're like, okay, everything I do, I have to check in with this other person. Sometimes it's really nice to feel like you have the freedom to kind of go where you want and do what you want to do. So we want to stay talking to you, um, Laura, because we have a lot of questions about the concept of, quote, giving up on love. I mean, that's a very harsh way of putting it, but you you do make good points, and I'd like to Mm -hmm. break this down a little bit more. Do you have a, a moment to stick around with us? I do, sure, yeah. All right, we'll take a quick break. More Drop the Subject coming up right after this. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Welcome back to Drop the Subject. I'm Jarrett. That's Allie. We're talking to Laura Worrell about this article she wrote in Huffington Post um, called I Gave Up on Love, and it was one of the best decisions I ever made. Yeah, and, and, and to be fair, my mom kind of did this, but then she ended up accidentally finding love, and... Uh, I think that it's the thing that you're talking about, Laura. It's not necessarily saying like, I'm never going to find love again. I'm accepting it. I'm just never going to find anybody. And I I think there's a little bit of power in saying that because it makes you feel like it takes the pressure off. And my mom eventually thought that about herself. You know, she was happy living alone. She kind of had a life that she, you know, loved. And she was like, you know, maybe this part of my life is just over. I've had two divorces. And then she went to a high school reunion and like reconnected with this guy that she knew and now they're married and they're happy. So is that something that is kind of on the horizon in the back of your mind, Laura, or are you like, this is it? Yeah. So I'm definitely not thinking, you know, nobody should approach me because I'm not gonna, I'm going to say no. Right. That's definitely not where I'm coming from. It's more of like, I am not giving it energy. I'm not accepting anymore. I'm going to sort of live my life as a single person and just ex- not even just accept, but just sort of have the mindset that I am single. It's sort of like I'm an only child or 
I am an American, whatever it is, right? This is who I am, and I'm going to live according to that. And if something comes in externally to change that, of course I would accept it. And of course, as I said in the piece too, I would love to meet somebody, but I'm not going to live my life with an agenda anymore. You know what I mean? I, I kind of heard this as you saying you were deprioritizing, deprioritizing a romantic relationship. Like you're not like closed off to it, but it's not a high priority or something that you're you're pouring yourself into. And I could kind of relate to that. I understand. Um, I'm not I'm not there, but I, I have had those moments where I'm like, you know what? This is not something I really want to focus my, my energy on. Right. Hmm. And part of it, so I think it's what feels different for me is that I, I'm going to be 50 in a couple of years, and it does feel as you get older, you get kind of tired, you know what I mean, of, of putting in those efforts and not having it come back to you, and especially after 17 years, it's kind of hard to say, I'm going to keep doing it, right? Um, if I was trying to run a restaurant for 17 years, wasn't going anywhere, I'd probably try to do something else, right? Mm. So, so that's part of it. And I think, too, that I... I I kind of recognize that my life, there's so much that I could be doing with my time and my energy, and that life is actually, well, let me say it this way. The things that I want to do, I do. I don't need a partner to do them. Um, I can go to a party, and I can enjoy that party without thinking that every guy there might be a possible partner, mm. uh, you know, and just release myself from the anxiety and the fear and the pressure. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that that's just a level of self-love and self-confidence. And I think that when we Mm -hmm. get older, we value our time more and we think to ourselves, like, am I really going to spend my time doing X, Y, and Z when it's not really what I want to be doing? Okay, you know what? I'm X years old at this point. No, I'm going to do what I feel like doing. And also, you shouldn't feel feel empowered to do the things that make you happy with or without a partner. And I can just name a few things off the top of my head that are great, single or coupled. Uh, Watching Netflix, uh, (laughs) animal Mm -hmm. odd couple videos, travel, Mm -hmm. uh, nachos, all can be enjoyed solo or coupled. So, Laura, we're almost out of time here, but I'm I'm curious, what has been the feedback that you've gotten to it and how have you responded to it personally? It has been shocking. I thought that I was going to get a lot of emails from people trying to make me feel better and and trying to introduce me to their brothers, something like that. But I have gotten... So many messages from people, men, women, young, old, all kinds of backgrounds, all kinds of stories who have had the same experience and have said, have thanked me for giving voice to think that there's a lot of shame around and discomfort. And a lot of people just saying, I feel okay. I feel okay that I'm single. I feel hopeful about kind of looking at my life differently. Because, again, it's not love is terrible. I don't want to do it. It's grounding yourself, what your life is. This is what it is. So I'm going to live it as fully as I can. And the feedback I've gotten is that people are really hopeful about that, excited about the possibility for their own lives. But as I said, the the, the biggest takeaway for me is that there are so many people out there who are alone well, but they want some happiness in that I, I love that you've gotten so much positive feedback on that we uh, really appreciate you joining us Laura K. Rowell we just t- tweeted out the article so that people can find it um, and uh, we really appreciate you joining us 
No problem. Thank you so much. Of course. Have a good one. More Drop the Subject after this. Drop the Subject. 12 to 2 Pacific, 3 to 5 Eastern. On the new Channel Q.